0: Hello and welcome into the Just Talk Pod, Friday afternoon edition. Today's a pretty special episode because we got our free Money Fives as usual. And then we have an interview we did with Lex Raleigh, who's uh, a aspiring sports journalist. And she goes to Syracuse. She's been doing a lot of stuff on uh, sports media and she's really really talented so you're gonna enjoy that interview Uh, if you're a Mariners fan she also happens to be Cal Raleigh's cousin so that's interesting we'll talk about that on the episode and that episode or that interview will come up right after our free money five so enjoy that and um, the interview does not have background noise like this intro does because we're at a coffee shop out of Medellin right now so I hope you enjoyed today's episode brought to you by the sports on tap and cheers to sports All right, welcome in to my free money fives, college football and NFL bets against the spread. It's week four NFL. And let me just say, it's not been going good for me in the NFL. I had a two and three week followed by a two and three week followed by a one and four week. You do the math. That's not good. That's not going to cut it here in National Football League betting. Now in uh, college football, it's a whole nother story. We went five and zero against the spread last week to put our record, I think now at fifteen. No, it's 14 and six on the season. No, sorry, 16 and four on the season, which is pretty good. You know that. All right, so let's get started with our college football bets. Our first bet is Georgia minus 18 and a half versus Arkansas. Look, Arkansas is a really good team. We rode them last week against Texas AM, but this is just too much firepower and a Georgia team that wants to make a statement here. I also looked at the percentages here. A lot of money on Arkansas, and the line hasn't moved one bit, and that's because their quarterback is a little bit banged up. So if they were fully healthy, I'd like Arkansas plus 18.5, but let's take Georgia minus 18.5. Notre Dame minus two versus Cincinnati. Notre Dame-Cincinnati is a game, actually, I think it's going to mean a lot in the ramifications for college football this year. Cincinnati really thinks they will be deserving of a playoff spot if they win this game. Notre dame doesn't have the world's most tough schedule after this game. This might be one of their hardest games on schedule. They've been playing so good. Give me Notre Dame minus 2. Old Miss plus 14 and a half at Alabama. And <laughs> Lane Kiffin is returning to to his mentor Nick Saban and I think Old Miss gets the job done covering, not winning the ball game. Uh, give me Old Miss. Alabama look, Florida was able to cover against Alabama. Now I think Old Miss is going to be able to cover against Alabama. Baylor plus three and a half at Oklahoma State. We rode Oklahoma State last week. Easy win. I think Baylor's coming in ready to prove a point as an undefeated team and vault their way to the top 25. Indiana plus 12 and a half at Penn State. Strictly, strictly, strictly a betting percentage game here. Um, all about 86% of the money is on Penn State, and the line hasn't moved one iota. So those are our college football bets against the spread. Now let's get to NFL. NFL, we got to turn it around finally, so we're going to go a little unconventional here and make myself a little uncomfortable. We're going to go Minnesota plus two versus Cleveland. Uh, another must-win game for Minnesota, and we saw what Kirk Cousins was able to do last week in a must-win situation, and he put up some great stats. I love the way he's playing and giving Minnesota plus two hosting Cleveland. Dallas minus four-and-a-half versus Carolina. Dallas's only loss was to a really good Tampa Bay team. They beat a Chargers team uh a few weeks ago and man dallas is just humming on all cylinders i actually really like the cowboys they look good on monday night football And usually i don't like to bet the team that looks too good on monday night football but i really like this football team la rams minus four and a half versus arizona Cardinals. last two games and are undefeated but they're like the cardiac kids man they've had to come back against the jacksonville jaguars and the minnesota vikings to get it done I don't think they get it done against a really good Rams team where you cannot afford any mistakes. New Orleans minus seven versus the New York Giants. They're hosting the Giants here, and the reason I like this game is it's going to be in New Orleans. They have been living out of a hotel for so long. The fans are excited for them to be back home, and I really think that that energy by the Superdome crowd and the return to New Orleans and Jameis' first start as a New Orleans Saints quarterback in New Orleans is going to propel the New Orleans Saints to a blowout. And then Baltimore plus one at Denver. Uh, I think what Denver's been doing is really remarkable. They have a good defense. I think a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. I Now, they're, the only concern is Lamar Jackson has mispracticed two days in a row. If he doesn't come back for this game, we will make an alteration to this bet. But if he's playing, give me the Baltimore Ravens plus one going to mile high to play the Denver Broncos. All right, so those are our free money fives brought to you by the Sports on Tap, the Internet's pub. As always... Please rate, review, subscribe, send this to a friend. Hopefully our bets in the NFL start getting a little bit better. And I hope you enjoyed today's podcast, our Friday special edition, Free Money Fives. And um, I did tell you after this, we do have a guest, a special guest on the show. So I hope you enjoy today's guest on our podcast. All right, and welcome in. We have Lex Raley. I hope I said your last name correctly. Raleigh. Raleigh. I always <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> I even I always pronounce last names wrong, but you know, when you have a last name like mine, Jarjour, you tend to oh yeah I don't get away know with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's
0: totally fine. Uh, cool. So for those who don't know Lex, uh, you want to introduce yourself, tell them a little bit about you, the podcast you're doing and the career you're pursuing.
1: Yeah, so I'm actually a sports journalist, broadcast student at Syracuse University. I would love to broadcast sports. I'm also into radio. I have my own podcast called What's Next with Lex. I cover the Mariners, uh, baseball in general, really, and life um, topics, kind of a broad spectrum. And yeah, that's what i am been up to the past mm-hmm. <laughs> six weeks. No, like two months.
0: <laughs> two months. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. and uh, You seem like you're doing really well with it. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> And hopefully when uh, people follow you, and they'll see you grow as uh, your podcast grow and as your career grows. Um, so you've covered the Mariners. A lot of people uh, listen to this podcast, you know, are Seattle sports fans. We have a lot of those as listeners. And your cousin plays for the Mariners, actually. I yeah. Noticed. So <laughs> you probably, uh, you want to tell us about that? Is that, did he kind of help you like push to get into sports more or is your family all into sports?
1: I was always into sports because my dad actually coached professional growing up. Um, he was the Marlins organization and baseball is my whole life growing up. So I always wanted to still be a part of it. Uh, Cal and I are very similar in age where you're apart actually exactly like two days, <laughs> but um, he also had an impact on it just because, you know, watching him grow as a player and mm-hmm. be extremely humble and confident in everything he does. And it did encourage me in a way to, Continue doing uh, what I want to do. I'm very outgoing. I really like being, you know, out and mm-hmm. putting myself out there, front and center. So I thought this is the most perfect career, and I'm really enjoying it.
0: Yeah, and you, it seems like you're great at it. Uh, I mean, you've only been doing it for so so little, but like you are natural on the camera. You're a natural talker. The podcast mm-hmm. seems fun. I saw you did an episode with your dad. Yeah, and I think that's what's important in like this industry is to have fun with it. I mean, so many people take it a little bit too seriously sometimes, mm-hmm. and and it seems like even on social media, you're putting your personality out there a little bit more than you know most people tend to do. So,
1: right, it, it's yeah, really good, really be. Um, sorry, I had to move locations. Oh, that's all well, good at doing. <laughs> Um you know, I really do try to put myself out there, build my credibility, let people know who I am. Um, I know I'm very capable of, you know, achieving anything I put my mind to. So I really do have that determination and this that will power to be who I, you know, want to be and can be.
0: Yeah. And I think you're going to do it. So just keep up at it. And <laughs> um, so tell us about your podcast. So what, what, have you, what kind of episodes have you done so far? Because it seems like you do some Mariners, you do some life stuff what yeah, exactly are you trying so, to achieve there
1: you know i am i'm trying to really reach a broad spectrum um i am doing man, mariners you know my cousins on the team i'm also covering other baseball as well i'm a big red sox fan um, i've always been a red sox fan i'm a mariners fan as now as well but <laughs> i you know i can talk baseball forever i'm actually doing a new podcast here on campus um Covering all sports. So, very good. Um, yeah, that's through an uh, organization through here. So, I'll start that up soon. And once I get more information on that and, you know, get more episodes, then I'll release that. But I am, yeah, so <laughs> baseball, um, life in general. I'm trying to think. So, I came out with a dating one, I came out with my Lyme disease story. I did struggle with Lyme disease for a long time. Unfortunately, and that was a huge battle. So thought that was like important sharing because that was a big part of my life and kind of shaped me who I am today. Um yeah. I did come out with I'm trying to think of oh Little League World Series episode with my brother. That's uh pretty the 2016 cool. team that won. So yeah. Um I think that's what I have for now because the rest are like baseball mariners. And I just released one with Cal. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I saw that one. So if you're a Seattle sports fan, check out What's Next with Lex and you can hear that interview. Um, so tell us more about the Lyme, Lyme disease. I mean, that must have been a tough struggle growing up dealing yeah. with that. And-
1: so I started feeling sick when I was 16 I'm 23 right now Mm -hmm. but when I was 16 I started feeling sick on and off like just headaches cold but it would come and go and then when I went to college my freshman year I was fine it like came and went sophomore year again I was fine it wasn't until junior year I was so sick like I had a migraine for over 200 days I yeah it was really it was really bad I went to a neurologist um like oh, for over a year and they're like we don't know what's wrong like after nothing I wasn't responding to anything and they did a mra and they were like oh you have a brain aneurysm and I was like okay this must be why I'm feeling sick but it didn't explain my um, brain fog confusion I lost my ability to walk at one point um nerve pain joint pain. I was like blind in one eye for quite a bit.
0: Yikes. Um,
1: so I was like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about aneurysms, but maybe that can cause it. I don't know. Yeah. So they went in and they did an MRA and no, so they went in a CT angiogram and they looked at my brain and they were like, okay, you have like severe swelling. The neurosurgeon was like, you need to go get tested for Lyme disease right now. Mm. So I went and got tested and um, yeah, I came back with Lyme and pretty much every co-infection, which is like rickettsia, regliosis, Bartonella, Babesiosis, um, Kasaki virus, and it really spiked up my mono because mono just kind of sits in your system forever. Right. So I was really, really sick. I got bit by like a super tick or something.
0: Yeah, but, that's um, horrible.
1: Yeah, it was really bad. It was a really tough time in my life. I had a, my undergrad degree. I was actually supposed to be in a graduate Program last year, mm-hmm. but um, I had to push back everything. I, so my undergrad degree, I graduated a semester late, which is fine um, considering it's actually that-
0: remarkable that I was only a <laughs> semester late. I right. Because this is like a that really tough that. time of life.
1: Yeah. I I mean, it's and the most important.
0: Yeah. And it's one of the most important times of your life. So to try to stay focused while dealing with health stuff, it's like, how do you do yeah. it?
1: It was really hard. I honestly didn't get better up until like I even had a pick line in and everything. And I was on IV antibiotics every day for six hours. It was miserable. I couldn't do anything. You can't even get the pick line wet at all. So it was pretty awful. I, I'm trying to think. So it was last summer. I went and I was like, I'm sick of this. I'm not doing this anymore. Like this is like so hard. I went and found a place called Santa Beef located mm-hmm. in tijuana okay. and there's a location also in germany um but the one in tijuana seemed a little bit more fitting for me um and i went out there and they do hyperthermia so they heat my body up to about 107 to 108 degrees anesthesia. yeah for four hours which not to mention that it's like really <laughs> difficult so they do i did it three times that time I went back this summer uh, because I got COVID, and it turns out um, I had like one co-infection that didn't die because the heat kills it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I did a total of five, um, and it was like super intense. And like what this does, it it breaks the biofilm that these bugs create around themselves, mm-hmm. and um, you have like a I have like when I was there, I had a port in, so they do yes. antibiotics. Wildmunder as well. And what that does is also it's like double kill and it kills it. There's really no other way because Lyme is so tricky and (laughs) they're still doing so much research on it. They have, they don't know much about it.
0: Yeah. And so you went to unconventional route really. I mean, it's not the most conventional way. Yeah. And it worked.
1: It did work. I'm here now and I still have my days. Like I'm not going to lie. Of course. Um, When I get really stressed, my everything flares up, but I'm out here trying my best and I'm doing my best. So I'm thankful to be where I'm at now because I like was actually thinking today. I was like, wow, like, I don't think I could ever go through that again because it was really bad. So right, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's mentally exhausting, not just physically too. Like, oh you know?
1: my gosh. It was so, so mentally exhausting in every way. That's why I was like, i done with this. I was like, Took out the pick line myself. I was like, "I'm not doing this, mom. We're gonna find a different route." And there was a lot of, you know, talk about it. Um, it's expensive, so that's why, like, a lot of people I don't think go there because it is like very pricey. Unfortunately, Lyme disease isn't covered by insurance, any insurance. <laughs> that's so, that's horrible
0: too. I mean, hopefully, you know, some type of awareness gets raised for that because. Mm-hmm. it's obviously something that hinders you day in, day out, day in, day out. And, you know, when you're hindered, you can't achieve the things you want to achieve in life. You can't even go about
1: life. No, you can't. And that's the thing. Like you can't even pay for the things. You can't pay to get better because you can't work. So right. Um, for people in different situations, like I was very fortunate. My parents were able to, you know, really get me better. But I think of other people and I just get really upset because, it's not fair. It should be. I mean it's an actual disease.
0: <laughs> yes. Sir.
1: Um the CDC fails to recognize that. So uh that's very frustrating, you know, for me as well, seeing that and seeing people go through it. But I try my best to raise awareness and you know, make sure when you, you are outside, like it's you need to be very careful. These ticks are like the tiniest little things and they can
0: it, it just heard. can spark something for years.
1: Oh yeah. Oh and you're God, really diagnosed so... I was misdiagnosed. For like four years
0: wow well i'm glad you're doing better that's the most yeah. important thing and i hopefully you continue to do better so mm-hmm. um i guess another question so you did another episode i guess we can put it on a lighter side now um on dating so what is that episode about i saw you had a dating <laughs> coach on and um, dating is always an interesting topic
1: <laughs> <laughs> i did i had an episode out with dating because i really do feel that dating in our generation is very difficult um social media has a lot to do with that i feel like it ruins it can ruin relationships and it can you know also spark them but you know in the grand scheme of things it also eventually will ruin it (laughs) so um i really had my friend come on she's a life coach and she kind of gave her advice on relationships and you know how to go about them this time is very difficult i I (laughs) i'm not like I haven't had like a successful relationship, so we can't really talk about (laughs) like, you know, my, I can't give the best advice, but um, yeah, I just feel like it's, it's kind of unfortunate that it's like this, you know, even when I was in high school, it was so much different. And that was what, like four years ago. So it's just crazy how much has changed because of social media and, you know, the new apps and then the new generation coming up, um, you know, some people don't really have an actual, grasp on how you know relationships are supposed to be and how you're supposed to be treated. And I've really like have come to find out that um, you know, I deserve to be treated by, you know, like amazingly and Right, of course. And with <laughs> if I'm not, then you know, you kinda of have to step away from that. And even though it may make you upset and hurt at the moment, yesterday's best for you because there's always someone better that will treat you better if you're not in a you know a state like being treated the way you're supposed to be treated. Somebody out there definitely will, even though you have to be patient. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. definitely learned that. So yeah, yeah I um, yeah, and it was funny. I like went in and I talked and I was like, yeah, I'm like talking to somebody now. No. <laughs> not,
0: it didn't work out. So that's no, an updated <laughs> version of that episode, is it didn't yeah. work out. Well, it you know, the
1: funny sense. thing is
0: uh you say right like a successful relationship you only have really one successful relationship in your life you really think about it so i mean you could say i had a relationship that ended on good terms but it ended that means it wasn't successful right (laughs) but but i wanted to get to the point of the you said dating in social media area era. I'm old enough to where I know both, right? I was, you know, when I I think I was 16 years old when Facebook came out. So that kind of was the beginning of social media. Now I've lived without cell phones, then I live now attached to my cell phone the whole entire day. (laughs) So I know. both. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, it's impossible because I kind of wish we could go back to the 1950s and I could, you know, have a person I'm interested in make a phone call and say, I'll see you on Wednesday and it'll be <laughs> yeah. Sunday. And I don't, and, and you don't have this obligation and it is an obligation when you're first meeting someone, Hey, how are you? And all the small talk. Now we're a generation of small talk all day, every day, leading up to dates and stuff. So it actually makes dating to me more, more anxious. I don't want to talk to the person all the time. I'm not a big texter myself. So. Yeah.
1: I'm actually the worst texter. My friends always get annoyed. They're like, did you see my text? I'm like, I probably did, but I just didn't
0: But it wasn't that important. What's <laughs> up? Nothing. <laughs> so like, so like that's the worst part. And I think as a girl, it must be, it must be even worse because I, I'm not trying to generalize here, but I think our generation of men have become more both needy and too much like they will dm 50 girls they'll text 50 girls girls tend to be a little more loyal than men in in general i'm not generalizing a little bit but as a girl like i don't know how you date in this generation i have no idea Mm -hmm. how you do it and especially you're a college you're you know you're just in graduate school it must be really difficult and i can only imagine how hard it is and how you know sometimes you're just like, yeah, can we go back to the 1950s and I'll talk to you on Saturday for dinner?
1: Right. No, I I totally agree with that because, um, you know, like I mentioned right before this, I, I'm not talking to that person anymore, but it made me realize, you know, this is my time to work on me, focus on my career, my goals, mm-hmm. which I already was, but now it kind of put me in like a, okay, you don't even have time for a relationship. You don't even have time for like extra things in your life because – You know, I'm building myself and my career. And I think that's my main goal. So I don't want like other distractions because it's just going to be distractions. Like I've, you know, I've lived and learned and (laughs) I just know how people are. I'm not saying all people, but um, I really like this is my time and I'm very career driven. So that's why I've just kind of, you know, I've realized I'm going to put it aside for now. And if it happens, it happens down the road, but exactly what you can do really. It's like all, and <laughs> all that,
0: that's, a, that, that's a great way to look at it. Okay. So now you're at Syracuse. I saw today you doing a little bit of on air stuff. Like yeah. what has been like, what's been your favorite experience so far getting into this industry? Cause you're pretty new to it, but you've done some really cool things already.
1: Yeah. So I am new to it. I've, I actually have no broadcast or journalism experience for this. I did an internship at my local news station at home, and it was a lot of fun. But I never did on air. I never did um, anything like I'm doing now. I did camera work pretty much. Um, I am learning very quick, which is good. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. I have um, the opportunity to pretty much do anything here. Syracuse is one of the best journalism schools in the country. So Mm -hmm. they have endless opportunities and internships. And I have now had the, you know, all these opportunities, internships that I have, I'm now getting, and I'm so happy and thankful to be here. I actually have a news station on Wednesdays that I, it's a class, it's one credit class, but Mm -hmm. um, you go through uh, a newscast and like a rundown, and you do a different position each time, like a live reporter, um, sports anchor, cool. production, weather. It's really cool. All of it's awesome. And I didn't know how to even do any of that before coming in here. And it was my second show today. And I thought I did pretty well for my second, I mean, my first yeah, time you ever. Did great. So <laughs> thank you. So that was really exciting and encourages me um, more to keep going and, you know, pursuing my goal. Um, I think it's a lot of fun too because I'm doing a sports route. So it's, uh, Syracuse football, uh, I went and covered their game this past mm-hmm. weekend, which was awesome. You have the credentials. Uh, you have the Syracuse, New York, uh, the Syracuse Mets. The Mets AAA team is here. Um, so for baseball, but their season is pretty much ending now. Yeah. Um, but Syracuse also has like the best lacrosse team in the country, so that'll be really cool to check them out this spring. So of course little their little
0: basketball time. team is amazing. Yeah, and
1: basketball.
0: <laughs> so so yeah, yeah, you have a lot of opportunities coming up to put yourself out there and and also, like you said, the opportunities in Syracuse that offer you. I mean, right away, you know, after your grad program, you're probably gonna have endless opportunities to really start jumpstarting your career.
1: Right. And I've learned that like New House has that reputation of being amazing. And again, I'm so thankful to be here. Um, but you do have to put the work in and you know, make sure you're good at what you do. And that's what I've been doing. I've, I've honestly, I've been on campus from like already. I've been here at since 7 a.m. and I have not left. So because I'm just doing extra work, you know, I'm making sure I am really getting better each day. So, you know, that also is a huge part in it. But I love it here and I'm very thankful <laughs> to well, have I'm you. really Please.
0: Well, I'm really glad you like it there. And I hope you continue success. And I hope the podcast continues to grow. And Thanks. I love that you're doing so many different avenues. You're doing the podcast and you're doing that's on your own, but you're doing stuff with school. And that, that's the only way to grow in this industry. It's a, it's a tough industry to yeah. be in, but it's it's a lot of fun.
1: You got to have thick skin, but I definitely, I definitely have thick skin. So, so I feel like I'm cut out for it.
0: <laughs> yeah. You can't worry about what people are going to say on social no, media. No, because people are going
1: to say anything they want. I've, I've learned that. Um, so you just got to, you know, put it all aside because it's just background noise. I always tell myself. Uh,
0: absolutely. And honestly, the people, more people that. More people are likely just to look at what you do, say good job, mm-hmm. and not say anything, not comment, not do anything. The only Then one out of a hundred will say something wrong. So you just have to ignore the one out of the hundred.
1: Exactly. And it's always the one out of a hundred that you see too.
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> That's like, true.
1: But you have to ignore it because what is that one person like, It you know, you just kind of wish them the best and continue on love, with your life.
0: So Exactly. Well, um, before we get end this, I just wanted to uh, have you give out your social media. Give out the yeah. podcast. Make sure people can follow you everywhere.
1: Yeah. So my Instagram is Alexis Raleigh. It's A-L-E-X-I-S-R-A-L-E-I-G-H. And my Twitter is Alexis A. Raleigh. Um, spelled the same, but there's an A. Um, podcast is What's Next, Lex. It's on Spotify and Apple. And you know, Facebook is just my name. I don't really use Facebook, but
0: yeah. Does <laughs> anyone have- use
1: Facebook anymore? I know. Some people, somebody asked me that the other day, like, what's your Facebook? I'm like, isn't it just your name? I don't know. I don't ever go on it. So I wasn't sure. But um, yeah, you mm-hmm. can reach out to me on any social media, you know, follow me, whatever you want to do. But <laughs> yeah, thank mm-hmm. you so much.
0: And right, well, thanks for coming on. And uh, we'll hopefully have you on again on our Seattle no, podcast definitely. talking to Mariners.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: You're really, Have a great you're really day. welcome. Thank you
1: for having me.